0: You're listening to the Grow Point Davao podcast. Our mission is to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. We hope and pray that this podcast will make a difference in your walk with God. So tonight, we are starting a brand new series entitled, What Good is a Christian? You know, last time, our series, our series, last Sunday, is entitled, Upside Down. And that is a series on Matthew chapter five, the Beatitudes, diba? Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the meek. If you're familiar with that, that is the upside down series. Now, karon ng series which is what good is a Christian, it's still connected with the upside down, but it's like a separate series, but nagyapo yung connection, okay? Um, the reason because atong text n nga series is still Matthew chapter five. So if you have your Bible, you can turn your Bible with me to Matthew chapter five. Sa so mga walay Bible, no problem. Uh, we will flash later on the verses on the screen. But if you have your Bible, uh, our basis for this series is Matthew chapter five verses 13 to 16. So before we launch on, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make an introduction for this series, okay? So here's the introduction, okay? One of the most important thing in life, I, I believe that we need to do or we need to know is that we need to know and live out our purpose. Would you agree with that? Ang pinaka-importante nga angay na itong sa itong kinabuhi is dapat makabalok ka o kabalok na how you live out your purpose in life. It's very important to know your purpose in life. You agree with that? Say purpose din mo sa kinabuhi? Here's why. Because I believe kung wala ka kabalok sa purpose sa life, life is boring. Wala I motivation to wake up every day you know every one of us n- wants to have a clarity in terms of our purpose in life this is the reason why some years ago uh, pastor Rick Warren has a book that has hit the bestseller in Wall Street Wall Street I think uh, show us the, the, one, the information from the wikipedia here's the information from the wikipedia that uh, purpose-driven life is the book that topped the wall street journal bestseller charts as well as publishers weekly charts with over 30 million copies sold by 2007 it's still selling it until today so wow the actually this book is one of the bestseller there's a there's the top one it's always the bible okay bagi na lang bible kaya wala jimakalubig sa bible The Bible is the bestseller book of all times. Okay, But second or kind of third following the Bible is the purpose-driven life. I mean, how how come people read this book? How come people buy this book? All kinds of people buy this book. You know why? Because let me tell you guys, people are looking for purpose. Would you agree with that? They are searching purpose. They are hungry for the purpose of life. What's the purpose? Why am I here on earth? Why am I occupying space right now? Why am I breathing? get exist? And Sadly, many people does not know their purpose in life. If you ask an average person, What's your purpose in life? Maybe like, I don't know. I don't know what's the purpose in life. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But they, are, they don't have clarity on their purpose in life. What a sad life. According to, I think, Pastor Rick Warren still, the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but life without purpose. Would you agree with that? The greatest tragedy in life is not death. It's living life every day, waking up without purpose. Okay? Because let me tell you guys, everything that is created has a purpose. You believe that? Everything. Ang naghimo ani, naacho say intended purpose, yung naghihimu ni ani. Every chair is created and designed for a purpose. You and I are created and designed for a purpose as human beings. That's one of the most important questions you need to pause and ask before you live your life is to pause and ask yourself, what is the purpose of life? What is my purpose of my existence? What on earth am I here for? Am I just to live my life, uh, try to get a job, try to make a living? Or is that really the whole purpose of life? Because if you don't know what's your purpose, you cannot live out your purpose and you're living a wasted life. It's very, very, very important. According to a very motivational speaker, Anthony Robbins, activity without purpose is the drain of your life. In other words, if you just do something, you agree with that? Uh, by your boss, in the workplace, may kabuhatan niya, and wala ka balo sa purpose niya yung nimo? Di ba? Usa'y demotivated kasi mong life. Ang goal niya. You know, that's why one of my, kind of, my attitude in terms of doing, before ta magig, I always, this is always my principle, before we do anything, let's pause and ask, what's the goal of this project? What's the goal? What's the purpose of this task? Because it's very important to know what's the purpose because purpose always gives you motivation and energy to keep on going even though you encounter difficulties. Okay? Purpose gives you hope. Purpose gives you vision. Purpose gives you the endurance to continue to do. So let me tell you, do you know what's the purpose of your life? As a Christian, you don't have to create your purpose. If you call yourself a Christian, if you call me, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. If you I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And the Bible gives us our purpose. Jesus gives us our purpose. He doesn't want us to create our own purpose. God give us, because in Matthew chapter five, in in, in, in fact, in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus is always presented as a king. He is a king. The Bible says He is a king. And He has a kingdom. That's why. in so Matthew chapter 5. He described the people. That live in His kingdom. In the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are descriptions of the people who is in his kingdom. Who are the people in his kingdom? The Bible says they are the poor in spirit. They are not the religious people. They are a people who acknowledge that on their own ability, they have no righteousness to offer to God. That only God's mercy ang maka himo to approach God. You know, that is a Christian. A Christian understand that dili sayang maayong binuhatan maka approach sa Ginoo. See, a religious person thinks that pinaagay sa pagsimba, pinaagay sa iyang pagbuha butang, because of his goodness, God loves him or God blesses him. That is not the Christian way. That is not the gospel. That is religion. And religion is not the way of Jesus. Because the Bible says, Christianity, the gospel, is not based on what you've done and your performance. It's based solely on the grace and the mercy of God. Because kung behavior pa'y basihan sa ginoo sa ang gugma nato, wala'y behave nato. Honest. Wala'y maayo nato, dire. That's why if you are here right now, tonight, and you know, pasamay, actually, naarap ko, dire, wala ko, uh, gi-invite ko, pero ako dilijok kayo, religious person, awkward kayo ron a moment, okay? And actually, we are not religious people as well. Because let me tell you, the solution of your problem is not religion. The solution of your problem is Jesus Christ. And that's two different things. Religion and Jesus. It's two different. Okay? And if after the service, you can ask us, what's the difference between religion and Jesus Christ? So the Beatitudes tells us, that is only by your grace we can approach god and after G- after the beatitudes jesus then divert in telling us the purpose of being a christian in other words in the beatitude he is asking this question what is a christian look like he describes it in the next segment after the Beatage of Matthew chapter 5, He is asking this question, What is the Christian for? He is telling us that as a Christian, we have a mission. We have a purpose why we exist. And that is a very famous passage that we're going to look at. okay? And this is our passage in Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 14. And we are asking this question, What is a Christian for? A uh, un- Christian <coughs> uh, 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 is someone who goes to church Sunday and then mayon sa Sunday and I'm just trying to be to live a good life and that's all Christian is you know a, a Christian is someone I think a good Christian a purpose of a Christian is someone who goes to church every Sunday uh, not every Sunday because some of you not every Sunday man diba? some day some Sundays okay maybe, maybe, maybe a Christian is someone who goes to church some Sundays and just try to, go, to do a good life. Jesus says, now Christianity is more than that. Christianity is more than going to church, more than going to Bible study, more than going to small group, more than what you imagine Christianity should be. And he correct our thinking by giving us this very famous description or metaphor about the purpose of being a Christian. What good is a Christian? And the answer is this in Matthew chapter 5, 13 to 14. I think a good So let's read. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 14. Jesus says, here's the purpose. Here's what it means to be a Christian. Here's why we occupy space. Jesus said, verse 13, You are the what? Salt of the earth. That's who you are. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And verse 14, it's a description. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lump and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may say your good deeds and glorify your Father. In heaven. So, in this series, we're going to talk about these two things. Jesus says that our purpose, to know our purpose, you must understand the metaphor He has given. The first metaphor is, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Now, tonight, we're going to just focus on the first. You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. And now, I know, i okay? okay? Agreement? I'm just kidding, okay? You are the soul of the earth. So let's ask this question. Because we're talking about our purpose as a Christian, okay? Our purpose is we're talking about that. So let's ask this question. When Jesus said, you are, he's talking about his disciples. He's talking about his followers. When Jesus says, you are the soul of the earth, what does Jesus mean? You are the soul of the earth. It's very important how they understand soul in their day, Okay? Now I researched the Google, uh, the Almighty Google, okay, and I, I, my keyword, search is the usages of salt, okay, and in the result page, one link, na nito, there are 60 ways, uh, 60 ways or 60 usages of salt, 60 kabook. So my sermon, karon, is 60 points, okay, ra? I'm just kidding. It's not 60 points because today, maybe dagan kayo ang na-find out nga dagan kayo uses ang salt, but actually in Jesus' day, there are three major uses of salt. So I'm going to share to you three major uses of salt in the biblical times, okay? So in order to understand what Jesus means, you are the soul of the earth, we need to understand how they understand salt during their time, okay? So first, in the biblical times, they understand salt as a purifying influence. See the word with me, purify. Okay, The understand salt as a purifying influence. Now, in 2 Kings 29, incidentally, the, uh, uh, the, there's a prophet named Elisha, and he came to a town, and kining a town na ay water, kining a water dili ma-inum because dili bad kayang ang water, uh, polluted maybe ang water, so the people nireklamo sila nga dili ke productive ilang life because ilahang water, water is source of life, ilahang water is dili dili ma-inum. So ang ni Elijah in this story sa Second Kings is that gibutangan niya salt, of course, in the miracle of God, as well, at the same time, salt and water na inum na nila. So here's the story. okay? Second Kings chapter 2, 20 to 20. The Bible says, nangyong si Elijah, bring me a new bowl. Okay? Because he's trying to heal or purify. This is their style of mineral purification okay? sa ilang time. Bring me a new bowl, and said, And put a salt in it. So, it's a sin. So, they brought it to him, Then he went out to the spring, And threw the salt into it, Saying, this is what the Lord says, I have, what's the word? Healed. But actually, it means, I have purified. So, I have healed I have purified the water. This water, never again, Will it cause death. I think, I have okay? never again it will cause that or make the land unproductive and the water has remained pure to this day according to the word of Elijah spoken so this is a miracle of God but Elijah used the salt as a symbol for healing power cleansing power so in their day the way they understand salt, salt has purifying effect so when Jesus says You are the salt of the earth. What Jesus is saying is, You as my followers, You as Christians, Your presence purify the world. Amazing? It is amazing to be a Christian. If Jesus is, You are the salt, You are the most important people in the world. Because you represent Him to a world that says, it's very dirty. Okay? Morally speaking, spiritually speaking, your presence brings purity. That's why you are badly needed to know this calling. You are the salt. Second usage of salt is uh, salt not only is a purifying influence, salt is a pleasing influence. I imagine na ro genuine mo tanan pagkaon imong ganahan. Waon salt, walay salt. Imagine magkaon kag-hamburger sa McDonald's or sa Jollibee which is mas nice ang Jollibee, no? Kaysa Promo tago na ako, Um, Imagine magkaon kag-hamburger niya, walay salt. No, wala do'y salt, wala do'y parat, wala do'y sodium chloride niya mo matilawan. Imagine a world of food without salt. Imagine! What a tasteless world. Right? Imagine a lechon ng salt my goodness! It's crazy! You see, sometimes we underestimate salt. We take for granted. Kaya brato, rago lang salt, di Palitra ka diya. Sometimes we take for granted salt. But salt is very important. Imagine wala on ni God. Okay? Imagine wala on ni God. Just for one day, wala'y salt. And kada order ni mo sa karinderia, wala'y as wala'y parat. Okay? Kada order ni mo sa asas, wala parat. Nothing. It's not nice. It's flavorless. It's, it's like nothing. So salt is a blessing influence. You know, in Job chapter 6, verse 6 Job ne reclamo gan si Job, okay? Is this food eaten without salt? You know? Try to eat a balut without salt, okay? You know? It's nothing, it's dilimayo, okay? So so Jesus in the same way, Jesus is saying, hey guys, you are the salt of the earth. What Jesus is saying is you bring in the tasteless world. You bring flavor in a world that goes bland. As a Christian, you give them purpose. As a Christian, you show them hope in the midst of hopelessness. You show them the way to receive the joy from the Lord in spite of the artificial happiness around this world. Because let me tell, there are artificial happiness, but it will never give them joy. The joy that is in you in Christ is something that you need to share in the world around you. As a Christian, you are called to create positive vibes in the world of negativity around you. Positive vibes. Do you believe that? The world is very complaining. The world is murmuring and complaining. But as a Christian, because we are saved by God's grace, and we are loved by a good God, we bring hope to their complaint. We bring pleasure to their murmuring. Because we are the flavor that God used to flavorize the otherwise tasteless world. When I wear your flavorize I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding kidding right so we are the flavor it's amazing right you know you bring generosity where there is selfishness you bring humility where there is pride you bring hope to the hopeless you bring healing to the hurting that's Christianity that's being a salt of the earth third uses of salt is this not only is purifying effect influence not only it's pleasing parat, okay? Katulo is that sin, ah, sin, salt, is preser I think this is the major one. Salt is preserving in its influence. Salt is preserving in its influence. In biblical times, sa unang panahon, wala sila'y refrigeration. In other words, kung naasala'y dagang karne, dagang paggaon, the way to preserve their food. Because wala'y ref, my goodness gracious, Okay? So ilang buhaton to preserve the food is to rub the food with salt to prevent what? Spoiling, to prevent decay, to prevent rottenness, corruption. lang. dili maduno, dili mo bahu ang food ang karne nila. So ilang ginabuhat is rub it with. So ato gyapon ang ginabuhat ron kay nang pagkaona na to ang ginatawag og buwad. Wala na magakaona na ano? Palat yun mong nire-react. I think yaka-on ka-on yaka ka-on. Ako bulat okay? Let me make it ng bulat, okay? Eh. And the reason yung bulat makasurvive, oh, pila ka months, pila ka years, diba? Dilinib mo kaon on nun? Compare nyo mo sa mga pagka-on, yung mapan-osra. The reason makasurvive is because of the presence of salt. Salt preserves corruption. It fights rottenness. So when Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth, actually he is saying, hey guys, your presence preserves the rottenness, the corruptions of the world. As salt is so important to preserve a food, you are important to preserve the earth. Amazing. Kaya ba implication na na? implication na if you are the soul of the earth, implication na the earth is corrupted. The earth is rotting away. The earth is morally corrupted. Rotting away. And Jesus says, your very presence preserve them. And the Bible always describes the world that way. In fact, if you look at uh, the book of Genesis, there's a story in the life of Noah when God judged the world with a flood. And the reason yung judged ni God, ang kalibutan with a flood, is nine verse dito sa si Genesis chapter 6 verse 5. According to the Bible, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was what? Only evil all the time. Now, when God saw the earth, ang nakita sa is selfishness, evil in every heart. And God brings a blood as a judgment because it's morally corrupt. It's rotting away. It's like a disease. Sin is like a virus in your life. Let me tell you that. The moment you sin, it's not you are affected. Ang tanan ni mga mga close ni is also affected. Sin is a virus. It corrupts you morally speaking. Jesus said, You are the soul of the earth, you preserve the corruption around you. This is our privilege. Now, maybe even objection, Pastor Mark, I think that's the thing in the past. Because today to be honest, with all the technological adva- advancement, the world is good. The world is nice. It's not corrupt. It's nice. Nanatay Facebook, saw no Facebook, okay? mga technologies, the world is good. The world is improving. Taller buildings internet the world is good let me tell you even though of the improvements let, let me tell you, the world is still bad and it's rotting away let me share to you a very I think it's a good poem and the was the internet and this guy I don't he's not a christian of, of course he's not a christian but the way he observes the world is very insightful and I maybe you know this poem the title of the poem is the paradox of our time. Although of the improvement, of na makita, technologically speaking, he observed that the world is still in shambles. Let me read to you the paradox of our time. Niyon The paradox of our time in history is that we have taller buildings, but shorter tempers. Wider freeways, but narrower viewpoints. We spend more, but we have less. We buy more, but enjoy it less. with wala. We have bigger houses. Ah, We have bigger houses and smaller families. More conveniences. Can Eleven, But less time. We have more degrees, but less sense. More knowledge but less judgment. More experts, but more problems. More medicine but less wellness. We drink too much. Smoke too much. Spend too recklessly, laugh too little, drive too fast, get angry too quickly, stay up too late, get up too tired, read too seldom, and watch TV too much, and pray too seldom. We we have multiplied our positions, but reduced our values. We took too much, love too seldom, and hate too often. We've learned how to make a living, but not a life. We've added years to life, not life to years. We've been all the way to the moon and back, but have trouble crossing the street to meet the new neighbor. neighbor. We've conquered outer space, but not inner space. We've done larger things, but not better things. We've cleaned up the air, but polluted the soul. We've split the atom, but not our prejudice. These are the times of fast foods and slow digestion. Tall men and short character. Steep profits and shallow relationships. These are the times of world peace but domestic warfare. na, okay? More leisure but less fun. More kinds of food but less nutrition. These are the days of two incomes but more divorce of two, of fancier houses but broken homes. These are the days of quick trips, disposable diapers, through away morality, one night stands over with bodies and pills that do everything from cheer to quiet to kill. That is the world we live in. In other words, this poet, young observation is the world is progressing but let me tell you in the inside it's corrupting yes thank God for the improvements thank God for the advances but let me tell you you the world is running away and they need hope they need some good news you know when you look at the news it's all you, you know it's running away because when you look at the news like what is happening right now in Syria how come there's a war how come I mean how come there's a war there's a bomb there's a biological weapon that you know how come the world is like that guys the world is running away morally speaking you know how come there's another shooting in the high school in the u.s Florida shooting that every year it seems like there's another shooting there's another crazy guy bringing a gun and then goes into the room and just shoot people with no reason just just shoot people how come because let me tell you with all our technological advancement the world is rotting away because it's a world that turns away from god it's a world that says i am my own god nobody should tell me to do something i am my own god and it's a world rotting away. That no matter what you do in life, if you neglect God, if you turn your back on God, you are rotting away. Let, let me tell you, God loves you and He's inviting you to come back to Himself. Despite of the rottenness as Christians, we are called to live our life publicly, not silently, and say, you know what? With all the bad news, we are the good news. Because we have a Savior who still loves us in spite of our failures. We have a God not only died on the cross but on the third day rose again to say to us hope is alive. Love is alive. Grace is alive. There's a chance to be accepted. There's a chance to be renewed. There's a chance to live life with a purpose because He is a God who still loves us in spite of our corruption. You see? Because we are called to be salt of the earth. You know so as a salt, when Jesus says as a salt, you are the soul of the earth three things he is implying salt is purifying salt is pleasing good and salt is preserving in other words if you summarize everything here's what Jesus is saying to us that as a Christian we are to be missional that's what it means those three things we are to create positive influence in the world. That Christianity is not about you. Christianity is not about us. Ang problema good sa basic na conception sa mga tao about Christianity is Christianity is about coming to church every Sunday, hoping ma bless ko sa sermon and go, yehe yeah, bless kayo ko ko sa Sunday. Praise the Lord. God Jesus this is like Christianity. Christianity, yes you are blessed, but God bless you so that you can be a blessing. Yes, you are loved, but God loves you so that you can love the world. Yes, you are accepted, but God accepts you so that you will accept different kinds of people. That's the goal. God says, I give you light so so that you help people to bring them light because they are still in the darkness. You are missional as a Christian. We are called for a mission, not just Sunday gathering. Christianity is not here. Christianity is everywhere, 24 7, Monday to Saturday and Sunday and every day. That's Christianity. Living out your life, being salty, so that when the world is looking for taste, they taste it in you. So let me ask you are you salty? Because you are the salt of the earth. You should be salty. In your workplace, people should know that you are a believer of Jesus Christ and not a secret agent. Okay? Wherever you are, in the schools, in the offices, people know that there is something in you. People must sense it. You know? Tell me how to be you. I just But that is the purpose. That is the point, Jesus says. You are a Christian. You are called for a mission to make a positive influence in the world. And maybe, maybe I'm just like I'm IQ pa story, deliking a naka. God is not saying, Jesus is not saying if your IQ is like this, you are the salt of the earth. If your accomplishment is like that, you are the salt of the earth. If you guapo guapa, you are the of the If you are a Christian, you are. Not you will be, you are. At this very moment, you are the salt of the earth. In other words, deep within you, do not underestimate yourself. Deep within you, there is a potential for greatness. Deep within you, there is a calling that God wants to use you as his hands and feet to give hope to the world. Deep within you, know that. That you are called for a mission. You are called by the greatest boss, the greatest God, the greatest King. Amazing. You know, maybe you are so proud with your work or your boss or company, because you're nice to be company, nice to be mayo boss, but let me tell you, there is no greater boss than Jesus Christ. Because no matter how good is your boss, let me tell you, did your boss die for you on the cross and rose on the third day for you? that's why i'm always proud to be a christian because my boss is jesus christ my lord my king and i serve him and you serve him because you are the soul of the earth you are called to make a positive influence for the world but there's a warning but before i have a warning let me just give you an illustration of the impact of the christianity in the world there is corruption, okay? There is corruption, eventually. But let me tell you, ang you kalibutan know, is still a good place to live. Despite of sin, despite of the war, despite of the evil of people, despite of the selfishness, why is, it, why is the world right now still a better place to live? We can still enjoy. Because of Christianity, let me tell you that. Because I studied the impact of Christianity... To from history to history, let me tell you, here's the impact of Christianity. Because of Christianity, okay? Let me tell you, Christianity, hmm, 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 pa. One of the impact of Christianity in the world is that Christianity promotes, not in a TESA, sorry, It promotes human rights. Do you realize, we take for granted human rights, right? human rights. Do you realize that the idea Of human rights comes from the Bible that there's no other source for human rights apart from Christianity why because the Bible teaches that man has dignity why man has a dignity because man is created in the image of God therefore every human is important you value life, you value human rights. There's no other view in that in the world. There's no other religion, there's no other worldview that gives human rights. It's Christianity. And the reason I abuse, I'm defending you. it's Christianity who influenced that in the world. Another impact of Christianity in the world today is that it elevates women. Sa unang panahon, ang women is a property. It's like bag. Palito mo. Kung ka datu ka, pwede ka kapalito As a slave. You know? Women is just property. That's that's the view. But when Christianity comes in the world and influences the world, Kabulo ka sa sa Christianity, Christianity says, No, man is not more important than woman. The Bible says that there's no man nor woman, nor Greek, nor barbarian, nor whatever. Everyone is equal in Christ. It's not equal in role, but in value, they are the same. Man is not greater than woman, and woman is not greater than man. Christianity. here's what's amazing about Christianity, Christianity brings women back in the position when women is abused and just treated like a property that's why you are here right now as women that's why because you have the rights you know why you can enjoy right now that kind of perspective it's Christianity who fights that another impact of the culture of Christianity is that it protects children so no, now in fact in Jesus times they are conquered by the Romans and the Romans is that they nila their anak in the middle of the, the road and then let the people trump the child for them it's not a crime for them it's okay it's entertainment but you know who fights for life Every time a Roman citizen will bring his child in the road, it's Christians living in the Roman times. It's the follower of Jesus. No? A baby is a person. A baby has a value and a baby has a purpose. Until today, Christianity is fighting abortion Because we are the salt of the earth. We know what's right, we know what's wrong, and we lovingly fight for what's right. fight for what's right. Don't underestimate the influence of the salt of the earth. This is the salt of the earth. Another aspect is that it in slavery. If you look at the story of the world, people, the black people, are being a slave. You know, (laughs) sa They buy. It's like a property. Ko itong ka, you're a slave. You know. Just there's a guy in the history named William Wilberforce. He's a Christian, and in his um is a politician as well. Because he's a Christian, his conviction that your skin doesn't make you greater or lower because of your skin. People should not be treated like a slave. And so he fights for the freedom of the slave. You know why the slavery has ended? It's Christianity who fights. It's Christianity who fights. It's no one should be slave. No one should be slave. Another impact of Christianity is this. It promotes compassion and mercy. It promotes compassion and mercy. In a world where, labyan labyan ako sa mga tao, in a world sa unang kapanahon where people, uh, it, in fact, in Roman's time, ang Roman nga neighbor ni mo, ako Roman citizen Na ang Roman nga neighbor, I would just pass by my Roman neighbor. Pero kabalokan kaysa ga take care sa mga Roman sick mga tao, although kontra sa mga Christian mga Romans, because ginapersecute sila. But the Christian love their enemies. The Christians show mercy. In fact, sila pa nag-take care sa mga tao ang nila. That's compassion. That is mercy. Kabalawang ano na yung mga humanitarian causes, every time na ay earthquake, every time na ay disaster, every time na ay tragedy, kinsay mo unaad tulip Is It's the Christian! My goodness! It's the soul of the earth. Kabalawang kinsay katukulog hospital. Who built hospitals in the history? It's the Christians. Because we are filled with compassion and love. Because Jesus says we are to love the world and serve the world. We are the soul of the earth. Another impact of Christianity is this. It promotes healthy marriage and family. Only Christianity says ang, woman, ang, ang bana should love the wife as Christ loved the church. No other worldview is like that. other worldview, ang bana mo'y jud. Ang asawa, Okay? If you other not know only Christianity are no, you should love your be only no matter what. It promotes healthy marriage only in Christianity. That is of Okay? Never take that for granted. And lastly, lastly no, it promotes education. And this is amazing. lastly, uh, Kung the the, the 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 passion to really open a book and read a book and learn to read a book read, learn to read A B C and letters do you know who are the who are the people who does that? It's Christianity. It's a Judeo Christian perspective. Now Christianity comes from Judaism. Now Judaism of course is the it's the religion of Jesus in his day. But the as a Judaism na a culture nga bisag like bata batun ananilag A B C to read the book, to read the Torah to read the law and it passed on in Christianity. The Christianity is a people of the book. They are the people who read. They are the people who educate themselves. They do not promote ignorance because they believe that ignorance comes from the devil. Because if you're ignorant with the truth, the devil can fool you. That's why every day you must educate what the Bible says. What the Bi- Fill your mind with the truth. It's Christianity who promotes education. That's the impact. Because we are the salt of the earth. It's just an illustration that this is the influence of being a Christian. Okay? But here's the warning for us. The warning is, Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man, with every great power comes the what? Great responsibility. If you right now in this generation, let me tell you, you are a bunch of Spider-Man. Let me tell you, okay? God has given you this. This is a privilege to be called soul of the earth. But Jesus, take it seriously. If you are a Christian, take it seriously, the rule of being a soul of the earth. Because if you're not taking it seriously, there's a consequence. There's a warning. si Jesus, you are the soul of the earth. Next. You are the soul of the earth, but tingnan Jesus. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Now this is a little bit confusing because let me tell you, if you are a chemistry student, let me tell you, does a salt lose its flavor? Does a salt lose its saltiness? A salt is a salt. That's why it's salty. If it's not salty, it is no longer a salt namin ka, uh, why did Jesus says salt will lose its flavor? No. Muna yung ginamin ni Jesus Okay? Sa una nga time, ang salt nila, dili pa sa toang, crystallize. Okay? Crystallize, gikuha na kayo. Sa una, ang salt is like a rock. And the reason yung mayroon sila, a salt can become saltless, is because sometimes, skinning a salt is mixed with other okay. elements in their time. In a rock, Ma sa no-gana elements. So it's no longer a salt, actually, but ilaragapong ginatawag, ana nga time, is salt, bisag dilin na salt. So, it's not a but when you taste it, it's not salty. And it's, it's not a salt, it's useless. When Jesus is saying, be careful, if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be salty again? He is saying to us as a Christian, He says, you are a soul of the earth. You give flavor, you give purification, you give positive influence. And all. But if you're not careful about this calling, you will lose your distinctive, you will lose your influence in karon words, salt of the earth, salt of the earth, and I just live my life, I just want to do what I do, Yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm a I accept Jesus Christ, but I don't want to live missional, let me tell you, if you are like that, Jesus frankly speaking to you, He says, then you're useless, you are, because what's the purpose of a salt, to create an impact, once it touches the meat, it makes the meat salty, right, no, if you put a salt, pagtilaw na mo dili ni mo saltin kang. Usi pulos aning salt. Usi imong buhaton sa salt. Kung ni palit ka sa tindahan mo reklamo kay, "Te, unsa man ni inyo ang salt? Dili man ni parat, di ba?" And it's like God is saying to us, "Christian ka. Naa ka diha place, naa ka diha a company, naa ka diha workplace. Why are you not making a difference? Have you lost it?" And Jesus says, "There's a warning." Be careful, you will not lose your saltiness. When you lose our distinctives, our differentness, we can't make any difference in the world. You know, one of the reasons is we live like the world. The reason uh, um, you're salty, Christian, that's why I'm asking, are you salty? Maybe I'm not salty is because you're living like the world you value the values of the world. You're not different. Therefore, you cannot make any difference. Kaya yung kanga, yung musunod bang kunin nimo pariyar man ta. You know, kung every time my boss does something, complain ko sa akong boss, ikaw po, complain po ka sa akong boss, pariyar man ta, ka complain na ta, di ba? What's the difference na to do, okay? Bakakon ko, bakakon ka. Okay? You know? And there's no difference, there's no distinction. And Jesus says, then you lose its, your flavor, you lose your difference. You know, Jesus is telling this in Luke chapter six thirty two to 35 Kininga, kininga situation. And this is just a warning for us, okay? Luke chapter 6, 30 to 35 now you see Jesus, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love you. them? <laughs> in other words, ang implication na na, di, dapat lang tao ni as ordinary sinner. You are no longer, if you're a Christian, you're no longer an ordinary sinner, Okay? you are extraordinary. You are no longer a normal person. You are an abnormal person, okay? Above normal. Okay? Ngayon see, Jesus, if you love those who love you, what could is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what could is that to you? Even sinners do that. People who don't know God do that. Di ba? mga tao, katipikal, dili kristohanon, kung ka kung that's normal. Why different, ana? Why salt, ana? Normal, rajuna. Maayaw ko, maayaw, maayaw ka na kung maayaw ko, nain mo. Nain, Jesus, di na na imo ang kinabuhi. Di na na yun na, na, na ang perspective in life. Nga kung maayaw ng tao niyo ka na. Palabu na to gamay. As a Christian, we are called in a higher plane. Because we have a God who calls us higher. So, yun sa sa next verse niya And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what great is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to get anything back. That's where you can make a difference. Because everyone around you in your workplace or whatever asa ka those do those things. Good If you're good to me, I'll be good to you. That's the normal way. Jesus says, be an abnormal. Okay? If they hate you, love them. If they criticize you, encourage them. You know? If they push you, pray for them. Don't pray for lightning, but pray for loving. God. Okay? that's a Christian. That's what Jesus is calling us to do. Because kung sa kalibutan, din ang kalibutan, din mag-question sa another statement in Matthew chapter six, si, si Jesus, Ayaw Kabalaka. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you shall wear. For the pagans run after these things. In other words, the people like, you know, of course, temporary. But as the Christians, your mind is no longer in the temporary. It's more than that. You're focusing on what is eternal. So you no longer value what the world values because you are the salt of the earth. You're different. And you make a difference when you are different. The reason someone said, the reason that Christians are light difference sila kinabuhi is because dili sila different sa kalibutan rajud how can we make a difference when we are like the world we are called to be different you are called to be different you are called to be different you are called to be, different. Called to be weird different weird okay so Three things I want to address at the last part of this message. In this, three things and three kinds of people maybe are hearing in this message. First is the people who are discouraged because at one time they blew it. In other words, maybe you are here tonight. to be honest, Pastor, I guess I am the soul of the earth. But let me tell you, I, I, I'll be honest. I fail because instead ng mo encourage ko, I think na discourage. nila life. You know, instead I speak positive things, I speak negative things. You know, Pastor, I, I really, I'm not that salty. Maybe you are here tonight. I mean, to be honest, I blew it. Dili ko salt. Ambot chlorine di guay ko or. salt na magawas pa To be honest, kaya ko. If you are like that, to be honest, let me tell you, don't be discouraged. Because at some point in our life, we, we fail. At some point, instead, we, we are a good example. We are not a good example. Amen? Let me tell you, don't be discouraged. Because even me, if you ask me, am I always a good example? I am not. Because at some point, I fail. At some point, instead of becoming a salt, I become a chlorine, okay? It repels people. But here is amazing. God is a God of grace. That no matter how many times you fail, there's always a second chance to say, repent from your sin and humble yourself before God and before people. Let me tell you, the the world around us is not looking for perfect people. They are always looking for humble people, humble about their sin and failures. Now thinking in order for the world to accept us, dapat ato ipakita ra ato ang good, pero ato mga sin and failures ato. itago. That's wrong, because you know, unse sa mga when they see you honest with your sin and when they see you honest with your failure, that is the most touching. No one likes a self righteous people. You know, maybe you can impress people with, their, with your strength but you connect people with your weakness so be honest and humble and say you know what, I'm not a perfect person maybe you, uh, you, can, you can go to your friends guys, I'm a Christian, I'm sorry I'm being a secret agent okay? guys, I'm supposed to love you I'm supposed to encourage you but instead of encouraging you I, I discourage you with my words I'm really sorry about that just be honest and come to the people around you I'm not really a good person I'm I'm asking for your forgiveness. I'm not a good example. Humility brings open doors for God to work in people's heart. Okay? So if you are like that, my advice to you is humble yourself before God and people. Do not be discouraged if you blew it. Do not discourage if you have a nabuat na ula ko. You know? ayaw repent. Okay? If you are here tonight and in an your thinking, that Christianity is Sunday attendance, repent because that's not what Christianity is. Christianity is not a Sunday attendance. It is a living your life to the people so that people will know Jesus, so that you will bring positive influence in the world. You know, let me tell you, let me show you something. Here's what I want to say to you. Don't stay in a salt shaker. ba salt shaker ne? Na ba impact ang salt kung sige na siya puyo, diya, sa salt shaker? Na ba siya? Pulos. O naa ah, decoration. Okay? Decoration na, na And Jesus is saying, in order for salt shaker to have an impact, you must use the salt shaker and spread it in the meat. Right? And then, when you taste how you spread, mayin ka, wow! Salty na doon. Ang problema, ang mga Kristuhanon, kung tintura mo tapok sa soul shaker. And bak may sila, ayaw o oh, connect sa mga unbeliever, kaya basig matakdan ka. Nama sila, point. But let me tell you guys, if you cannot connect with people, you cannot make an impact. How can they know that you have Jesus? How can they know that you have hope? How can they know that you have the light of the world in you when you do not smile and connect and love and talk and listen to people around you? And every time you listen, you don't listen to understand. You listen to reply. You know, usahay, mga kristos, hindi li makamay kagimpak kay Instead, maminaw, Here's how to be a salt of the earth. If you have a friend and ask a problem, and every time you meet si problema-problema, your job is to listen, appreciate, listen. And ka if you're best person in life, the best tao sa kalibutan. Because let me tell you, in the world today, no one wants to listen to someone. And everyone is looking for a people to listen. Every person is looking for someone because he is carrying a baggage in his heart. And being a soul of the earth means you have the time with your friend who is not yet a Christian. Don't preach. Have a time to listen and say, Hey, what's up? and Maybe he will talk his problem. Maybe she will talk about baggages or Let him talk, you know. Later on, pray that the Lord will open doors so that you can connect this person to Jesus Christ. But not... Just later on, allow God to work in His heart. So don't stay in the soul shaker, okay? Don't think Christianity is the gathering every Sunday. Christianity is the living out every day. Are you ready for the last one? Sorry, it's quite long, okay? Do you forgive me? Talk with me because I'm discouraged right now. I'm really discouraged with your faces. Because, I have a last point, okay? Last point is this. Pray that your life will create a thirst for God. Pray, ask the Lord to make you Salty so that people around you will be thirsty. Kabano ka sa'y unsay, unsay impact sa salt? Eh, sige ka kao nag-salt? O sige ka ang taste nag-salt? Di ba uhaw? Ay, kaman ka nga ako, kung bata ba ako, tumaligo ko sa dagat, o niya ang dagat, salt ay eh, masuna. Every time musalom ka nya niya, makakulon, makainom ka o tubig sa dagat, kapag humayin ka, pagka uhawaw eh. Di ba? Kabano ka ang no? Because salt will always make you thirsty. Let me tell you guys, if you are a Christian that is salty, and you live your life around the people, around your workplace, around you, and may yung ka-salti people will be thirsty. Because may yung sila, Ano sa'y naanin mo? Nga-auban ga-complain ikaw ga katawa. Ang-auban gabagulbol ba ikaw? Timeful ragi ban mura murag hopeless na kayo, kumabiaan o uyab, murag grabe na kung wala sila uyab, sila kinabuhi murag grabe na dung kayo sila ka-despair. Ikaw, kontintura ka, single forever. Oh, sa'y naanin no, mo. That's the point. Live a life that people will question you. Live a questionable life. Okay? Here's Colossians. Here's Colossians. Okay, let me tell you the Bible says, okay? Colossians chapter four five six niyon dapat be wise in the way you act toward outsiders in your company in your workplace in your school be wise sa make the most of every opportunity let your conversation your way of life be always full of grace do not be self righteous do not condemn do not complain nga may mga grabi kong workplace pastor may pagka ungodly purpose of Ang salt ba, reklamo ba sa samit? Pagkabaho sa samit. Okay? Wala. Ang purpose sa salt is to preserve the meat. Do not complain how ungodly is your workplace. Gibutang ka sa ginoo for the purpose. Amen? Nakakadya. The more ungodly, the merrier. Okay? Because unsa pag-feel nila sa salt? Kung di turapog ka sa mga salty, Ang salty apply sa mga tao ng mga walay salt. That's the purpose, okay? And do not condemn the unbelievers. Of course, they will act like the unbelievers. Of course, do not condemn the people who are struggling with sin. Of course, they don't have Jesus. They act that way. Love them, hug them, okay? That's Christianity. be full of grace. Season with salt. In other words, imong words dapat is hope-giving, life-giving, positive vibes workplace good morning guys! What a good day today! I mean I'm just sick, okay? I don't know how you communicate that, but live a life full of grace. Don't condemn. See, religious people condemn. That's the problem. Real Christianity love people. Never condemn. Okay? And Anyone season with souls. so that you may know how to. How to answer everyone. Ngano answer, because they are asking question. Because ang implication na nga verse is that when they ask you, you may know how to answer. In other words, live a life that may hindi ka, may sila mag-observe, may sila mag-observe, ba? Kung sa'y mo? You know what? diri. Tanan diri sa company, gariklamo. Pero ang mga gawa sa mga maba is pasalamat nung nagyapon ka. Makalagot kay kausahay, pero maka ko sa mga ugalin ko nung sin... Sinaani mo, anong mo pasalamat kukuntinto, mangka nga nung peaceful man ka. Tanan, kakabala kay ko, peaceful kay you ka. Know, Tanan, wala garisbitor sa atong boss, pero ikaw, bisag atong boss, harsh. I-respect yapon ka. Sinaani mo. You see? Live a questionable life. The people say, na animo. Okay? So that when they ask you, you may know how to answer everyone. Kung mayungan sa mo say na animo, of course, ang answer ni mo, dili ka mayungan kimayo mga kopatay. Wala, zhugi maayo na ito, okay? Kung people will ask you, Unsay na animo, mayo suka? Because I have Jesus, that's all. Don't preach, you just say, I have Jesus. Because Jesus is not the answer. Religion is not. Jesus is the answer of your changed life. That's all. Jesus says you are the salt of the earth. So, you bring positive influence to the world. So starting tomorrow, be excited to come to your work. Starting tomorrow, hotel whatever you are, and says, Lord, I am the salt of the earth. I am ready. Okay? I am excited! Are you? So are you excited? I am the soul of the earth. I'm gonna wake up thinking my goal is not just to make a living. My goal is to represent Jesus wherever I go in my conversation, in my life. Make positive influence, not just to earn money. You are the soul of the earth. I'm gonna give you a story and then we're done. Uh, here's a picture of Mr. Dwight layman Modi. Okay, Dale Modi is like Billy Graham in his day If you know Billy Graham, he is an evangelist according to the story according to his biography say young life He is one of the most uh, effective evangelists. He shared Jesus to millions of millions of people from the North America and to across the Atlantic in the Europe Okay, he's a guy who loved Jesus who preached the gospel you know, amazing kanyang life. But, ang pinaka-amazing sa your life is not just his public ministry, but his private life. Because one time, according sa ka US president named Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson is the 20th, 28th president. okay? And nasa siya encounter ni Dale Modi, this young, ah, uh, this pastor. Okay? And, uh, amazing amazing yung diary. And he talks about the impact of Dale Modi in a barber shop. Okay? And he, here's the story. And si... Uh, young Woodrow, uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson, the 28th President of the United States. I was in a very common place. I was sitting in a barber chair when I became aware that a personality had entered the room. Okay? So, nasa it's a barbershop. A man had come quietly in upon the same errand as myself, nagpaalut, okay? To have his hair cut and sat in the chair next to me. So, this is the scene. See, si President, nagpa haircut, and in here comes Del Modi, nagpa haircut. I and, he, and, he, and he see Water Wilson in the next slide. Say, every word as kining a person who comes barber barbershop, every word the man uttered though it was not in the list didactic showed a personal interest in the man who was serving him. Naros napansin niya kining tao, genuine loving tao. Okay? And, and before I got through with what was being done for me, I was aware that I had attended an evangelistic service. Because Mr. D.L. Moody was in the chair. Pansin niya aming ko, mura manig church evangelistic service lagi ang barbershop. Because D.L. Moody was speaking to the barber and about Jesus, and talking about good things, loving things. And next, niyo I purposely lingered in the room after he had left. In other words, iyan gibantayan sa impact ni D.L. Moody. So si D.L. Moody nihawana. na palot siya, siya ni linger pa ko dyan. ni pabilin pod pa siya sa barbershop i and observed and noted the singular effect that his visit had brought upon the barbershop what si is effect the talk in undertones kabalo ang barbero kay manay usay mga kuha grabe ang mga topic no kwentong barbero di ba but pag pahawa ni pagbaha ni delmote na usab ang atmosphere ang mood na usab ninyo diha they didn't know his name wala sila kailak katong tao. But they know that something had elevated their thoughts. The guy's present changes the whole atmosphere in barbershop. Amazing! He entered the room and just changed the atmosphere in the room from useless topic to become a very elevating topic, encouraging, inspiring atmosphere. In the next slide is the app. And I felt that I left the place as I should have left the place of worship. And so my admiration and esteem for Mr. Modi become very deep indeed. Sign. Mr. President Woodrow Wilson, the twenty-eighth president of the United States of America. What a man. In other words, if I like, whenever he come into a place he changed the atmosphere. There is something in his presence that people say, Wow. Every time when I look at your face, I'm so encouraged. Your presence is very comforting, refreshing, inspiring. Dili na na makita sa uban. Your presence is just something because you are the soul. That's what it means to be a soul of the earth. So, tonight, church, as we close, I'm going to pray for you. But listen the sermon is not yet finished the moment we pray and get out in this place the sermon for being a soul of the earth is already begun so are you excited to be the salt of the earth to bring positive influence to the world let's pray father god thank you so much for your word thank you for reminding us that you have called us to be the soul of the earth we are loved to show people love we are accepted to accept people we are blessed to bless others Lord, enable us not to forget that we are called for a mission that Christianity is not about us not about that we are just satisfied about ourselves that we just come to church and and then and just living out our life enjoying our life without caring for others who are lost without caring for others who need you Lord enable us to love people not to judge people because you are not we don't, we Walat mi demo to judge people we are called to love people and embrace them so that they will know Jesus father enable us to be a salt of the earth give us wisdom how to apply it and the strength to live this in the power of your spirit in the power of your grace in Jesus name all guys people said